I've been around a lot longer. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. You, you do have a cockroach effect. Can't get rid of some. Donovan McNabb is with us today. TJ Fair joins us. We are joined to open the show by Josh Black. Just overall competition, right? That, that's exactly what we needed for this team. One in ten is not something you really want to use as fuel. If Steve got in a fight, I'd come to his defense because he's my bro. If you were on the ropes, I would have stepped in. You didn't need my help. Hands off. Tucker feels his way in around his own man, and he scores untouched. It's a touchdown for Sean Tucker. This is Orange Nation with Stephen Fonte and Pauly Sebelia. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Pauly Sebelia. I'm Stephen Fonte. We welcome you into a Tuesday edition of Orange Nation. We've got two guests lined up for you. One in each hour. Coming up at 1230, our good friend Aaron Solomon, head of strategy at Esquire Digital. He'll join us uh, on vMix, which is uh, QSportsTalk.com. So you can see our interview with Aaron Solomon. You can also see our interview at 1 o'clock with Mark Luino. He is an MLB podcaster. He's got over 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, he goes by the name Giraffe Neck Mark. He'll be on to talk some Mets baseball, some Yankees baseball, all things MLB. As we hit the home stretch of the season, 11 games left for the New York Yankees. They did pick up a game last night on the Blue Jays. Yankees won, Blue Jays lost. Uh, so the Yanks a half game out of a playoff spot right now. Uh, still a little separation between the Red Sox uh, and the Blue Jays Yankees as we uh, as we hit the home stretch here, uh, Paulie, of the, uh, the regular season. Are they still playing season. baseball? They are. Have you given up? You've given up on your Padres. Yes, I've completely stopped watching. I'm not watching anymore. Really? Yeah. Can't do it. You've checked out. Yeah. Disgusting. All right, so let me ask you this. Uh, so if you are truly checked out of the Padres and of baseball, did you do as I asked last night, and did you watch Monday Night Football on ESPN2 with Eli and Peyton with uh, with the commentary? You did not. You didn't do it. I, I asked you to do one thing. You had one job last night, Paulie. You had one job. I went out of town for the night. Okay. I, I had to work in the uh, out of country. Excuses, excuses, very, very excuses. It's very busy. Um, so I, you know, I didn't watch the the entire thing. I didn't watch as much as I would have liked. We had Orange Nation on. The last game wasn't night. very fun. Uh, the game wasn't fun. Uh, Dancing with the Stars started last night. We talk about that on Bridge Street. So my attention was divided. I had Dancing with the Stars on one TV. Had the Yankee game on another in our office, and on the third TV, I had Monday Night Football. So I didn't see as much as I would have liked. I was hoping that you could kind of fill in the blanks for me. But um, I did see the highlights. I'm kind of embarrassed what I've been sucked into of uh, late. What? I've, I've been listening. You binging something? Yeah, Chris Hansen's podcast. He's the, uh, the, the, like the Dateline yeah. guy, right? Yeah. yeah. It's so weird and disturbing I can't stop listening <laughs> to it. So that's how I spend my free time. I mean, why prep for the show? You know, why why do something we talked about? I did about prep the show? for the show. I realized something, Steve. That, What'd you uh, realize? If the uh, alliance started today between all of the conferences, the alliance would be in a big heap of hurt because <laughs> college football outside of the SEC pretty much stinks. Bad right now. Yeah, the Big Ten yeah. has got a few good teams, but the Pac 12 is terrible, the ACC is terrible. The ACC is terrible. I will give you that. The Pac-12 is just as bad outside of Oregon. Yeah. But, I mean, you don't expect a lot out of the, the Pac-12. Uh, you do yeah. expect something out of the ACC. They got USC. Yeah, that's fair. UCLA, I mean, there's traditional powers out there. Stanford's always good. 
I mean, you look look at the top five right now. It's Alabama, Georgia, Oregon, Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma is going to be an SEC team, so you've got essentially three out of the top four are, uh, and that's the AP poll. The top three uh, in the coaches' poll are Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma. Um, yeah, Texas A and M is fifth in the coaches' poll. So yeah, it's it's all about the SEC right now, uh, more so than ever before. Clemson shot itself in the foot. You know what? It, we haven't talked much about Clemson, and we were so focused yesterday on SU and for good reason. But you look at the fact that Clemson struggled with Georgia Tech. Uh, they dropped in the polls, and they're down to they what? They're score. ninth in one poll. They're ninth in the AP poll. They're seventh in the coaches' poll. They may go the rest of the regular season without a win that that helps their case. Right, I mean, they're going to need teams above them to lose. I think in yeah. order to move up, because there's there's really nothing left on their schedule outside of potentially, you know, some sort of marquee matchup in the ACC title game. Uh, you know, I think but Clemson that's out has the to hope. Now. Well, right, I was going to say Clemson has to hope that somebody over in the coastal kind of runs the table from here, so that they, you know, the whole coast, everybody in the coastal has a loss. Everybody in the ACC has a loss, but BC, Wake Forest, Wake Forest that's it. Yeah, BC and Wake Forest. Um, yeah, I think the hope was that North Carolina was going to be the team over there, or Miami. Both were ranked to start the season. Miami Carolina got two losses. Right, Miami's got two losses. Carolina lost right away to Virginia Tech, and then Virginia Tech lost. So I think you, if you're Clemson, you have to hope that somebody runs the table from here over there and you know moves up into the top 15 or so and makes that a marquee matchup. But um, you look at the rest of their schedule, what's the best game left? Clemson's not going to lose Wake a game. Forest? I mean... <laughs> Clemson's not going to lose a game in the ACC. No, but the, the, I don't think there's a game left that helps them. No, so the fact now, not. like they've they've fallen below four. I mean, they're in seven in one poll, nine in the other. In order to move up, their offense has got to get a lot better. They're, yes, they're like me in high school. They can't score, Steve. <laughs> it's like where's he going with this? <laughs> I knew there was a payoff. Um, they're going to need teams above them to lose because I don't think you know if you put up you know if you beat uh, you know Pittsburgh. 45 to 7. Is that is that going to help your case? Is beating Syracuse going to help you? Is beating BC going to help you? Right. I mean, BC's without their starting quarterback. Um, you know, Wake Forest is. Florida I, State I guess, stinks. I guess Wake Forest has the potential to be the best team left on the schedule. Wake Forest, they play the, the second to last weekend of the season. Um, and then they close out the season at South Carolina, uh, you know, in, in that rivalry game. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's going to be they're, they're going to have to work for it. They're going to have to, and I and I'm not sure they control their own destiny. We do this exercise every year, you know, towards the end of the season. Who controls their own destiny? Um, I'm not sure Clemson controls their own destiny right now, and it's it's it sounds strange to say that three weeks in, but they're going to need some help. Um, and as as you pointed out, uh, they're going to need to get a whole lot better uh, offensively. Defensively, they're great. Offensively. They're having trouble scoring points. Couldn't score points against Georgia. Georgia's got an elite defense, but then couldn't score points against Georgia Tech. I'm not sure the Yellow Jackets strike fear uh, into anyone. Um, but it also brought me back home, Steve, to Syracuse when I was looking over college football last night and not paying attention to the Monday night football game you had asked me to. When I was researching so, the, the depths of the ACC. So since you didn't do what I asked you to, what would you come up with? Syracuse... Has we we said it a little bit yesterday? Has the potential to be in every game this year, but they also have the potential to really, really show who they are negatively. Also, 
if you can't win in this conference this year, you're, you're in a bad way. Yeah, you're never going to. You've got to take advantage of this. And you've already lost to Rutgers, who's not good in the Big Ten. Right? I'm with you on this. Um, the schedule is not overly difficult, but it is difficult enough that they could really struggle. This is the only year where you think you could maybe nip Clemson. I'm not saying Syracuse could, but somebody if else. If yeah. you're looking at the Th- ACC, that's fair. If you're looking at the ACC, this, this might year, be the year they don't win it. Yes, somebody could get Clemson this year. The rest of the league is average at best. And if you're not average at best, then your football program's in deep, deep trouble. I think that's putting it kindly, about average at best. Um, I think it's below average, if we're being honest. I think this conference top to bottom right now, and I think think we've seen it. I think the conference is below average right Florida now. Florida State is 0-3. And, and we say, you, you said this yesterday, we say it all the time, they're going to come back. They're going to come back. They but, lost by three touchdowns to Wake Forest. They lost to Jacksonville State. They are, they're not good. They're not good right now. And that game's coming up in Syracuse two weeks. Syracuse has to beat them. They have to beat Liberty. Now, with that being said, it's, you know, it's a winnable game, but it's just difficult enough that it's, you know, it's a road game. You know, you know that just like Syracuse is saying, well, that's a winnable game. Florida State's licking their chops saying, man, we got to get right against Syracuse. If we can't get right against Syracuse, who are we going to get right against? So that's kind of the point is that, yeah, that game is there for the taking, but it's difficult enough that Syracuse could very easily lose. They're not going to be favored. They're not going to be favored going down to Tallahassee. There's no way. If they beat Liberty, they'll be favored against Florida State. You think? Yes. Florida. Who's Florida State got this week? Are they going to win? I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. Let me look. If Syracuse beats Liberty and they're not favored against Florida State. They've got Louisville at home. Yeah, Syri- Syracuse will uh Florida State favored. could very well easy, very easily win that game too against Louisville. Louisville's not good. Anyway, I, I yes, I, I suppose there's a chance. If they're favored against Florida State, it's not going to be by much, right? It's a road game. Um Again, Syracuse, well, you're saying if they beat Liberty. I think that's a big if. I know that you think you feel very confident about this game for the Orange. I think that's a big if. There's an NFL quarterback on the other side. Um, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Okay. I think I think they're, they're, they're more than that. Um, they have not been tested this year at that all. That is true. At but all. they were awfully good last year. And that's got to count for something. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. That's because silly. You, theoretically... Everybody's back, right? For everybody in the country. Everybody got the year back. So of all the years to say last year matters, this is the year that last year matters. The new book, kid. All right. You want to hear from Hugh Freeze? I, I want I would like to say a couple more things about the Atlantic Coast Conference. Steve. Okay. If if this year this league continues to go this way, I'm gonna ask you a question. If Syracuse wins four games this year in this conference, not not just overall, so that would be what? Two, you say two, two, two conference two games. Wins? Is that enough? For what? To keep For Dino Babers to keep his job. Is that enough to... You're saying because the ACC is so bad. Yes. Like if you pick off a win against Florida State, 
who lost to Jacksonville State, and maybe BC, who's out of its out its quarterback. Is that enough? It's progress. That's what they said they need progress, but it's an awful conference. I, I think some of it depends. I, this, you're going to think like, this is a cop out. Hang on, I think you, you're going to think some of this is a cop out, but I think it depends to some degree on how competitive they are in other games. If they go four and eight, and they're a possession away from going six and six in two games, or you you know you know what I mean? No, no, not not with this league. No, no, no. Okay, being competitive in the worst conference is not good. Like you got to win. You're talking about whether or not he gets fired. Yes. So I I, I don't think it's merely wins and losses. Now, if they go two and ten, it's wins and losses. You're saying if they go four and eight, because that's that's borderline, because that's what people were predicting when yeah. the season started. But so if you hit thought, the expectation, and it, yeah, I understand the expectation is low, but if you hit the expectation, you're saying should he get fired? And I'd like to say I'd like to see how the games are played out. Are they competitive? Uh, here's the thing. So you're saying four and eight? It, it's gar- not good enough in this conference. So you're saying it's a done deal at four and eight? No, I'm not, because I I don't want to see the guy get fired. But second of all, the Problem is, is I'm not the fan base. You've got to, you've got to keep the fan base happy. If I'm Dino Babers, though, I'm looking at this as this is my opportunity to rewrite this book. Right now, I can't go out and lose to Florida State into BC without their quarterback and yeah, this garbage conference. It's it's on a platter for him to rewrite the the script here. I just, I, I'm just looking at, at Liberty's schedule last year and reminded of the fact they played three ACC teams. They beat Virginia Tech. They beat Syracuse. They lost to NC State. They they led most of that game. NC State scored uh, midway through the fourth quarter uh, and won the game 15-14. They were a point away from being undefeated last year. And I know that outside of those games, you know, they don't play much. They played three ACC. They were almost. They were. They came within a point of being three and zero in the ACC. It's it, it counts for something. The last year it did. Syracuse should be better and more equipped uh, to play this team this year. Okay. You're a power five school. That is true. Behave like one. Beat Liberty. Okay. And you, you, you've seen the rankings, right? You know Liberty is the next team and the yes, others are seeing the Yes, congratulations. Okay. So they're essentially 26th in the country. You're saying Syracuse is better yeah. than them. Yeah. Syracuse played uh, their co- their pre uh, season schedule. To this point, they'd be three and zero, and probably others receiving votes also. Or in, mm, I they, don't know about that. You know, come on, dude. Look, who'd they play? Mm. Name their schedule. Uh, well, I just jumped to twenty twenty. So give me give me their, one. Their second. schedule is absolute trash. Give me one second. So Campbell. Oh yes, the Soup Company. Love them. The Cam- the camels of Campbell, forty eight to seven. Can't believe they uh, they went won out. it. They won at Troy. Oh, by uh, by eight. The horses, right? Uh, and then uh, they beat Old Dominion forty five seventeen. The moving company, very impressive. I'm not saying it's how impressive. are they getting any votes beating those three teams? They they were getting votes when the season started because you know what, Polly? They were good last year. They were ten and one, yeah. and everybody gets an extra year of eligibility. How many? I, I, they, they were they were a point away from going undefeated. I don't I don't think you can get caught up in the in this 
in this instance, I don't think you can get caught up with the name of the school. This this program is better than, you know, you look at Liberty and say, well, there's no way they should be better than Syracuse. Um, I I don't know. I, I, I think I disagree with you. I think Liberty is Liberty is better than Syracuse. All right. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. I really do. I can tell you feel strongly about this. I do. Syracuse is a is a better team than Liberty. I mean, they we'll may, find they, out they, Friday they night. May not be a quarterback and a couple other positions, but you go down the whole roster, Syracuse has a better roster than Liberty. All right. Well, we'll find out Friday night. Uh, we're going to take our first time out here. We have to. Uh, we've got an interview coming up at 1230 with Aaron Solomon. Uh, we'll hear from Hugh Freeze, the head coach of Liberty, on the other side of this break. We're back after this on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. Live from Armory Square, this is Orange Nation. All right, Stephen Fonte, Polly Sibilia, back with you here on a Tuesday edition of Orange Nation. We've got a few minutes here, and then we'll get to Aaron Solomon from Esquire Digital coming up uh, at 1230 uh, you wanted to start. The, I wanted to start the show talking Eli and Peyton. You didn't do your homework last night, so we decided to start yeah, the show I, talking SU well, football. We're Orange Nation. I know. I know. I love Eli. I. I. You said you can't get enough of that podcast you listen to. I can't get enough of Eli and Peyton. Maybe we'll get to that later on in the show. If anybody, any of our listeners, uh, happen to watch last night, they know what I'm talking about. Apparently, everybody loves it because it was all over the the Twitterverse. Paulie, it's so good. Does anybody watch the regular broadcast? I, I don't. I'm. I'm not. I'm not good anymore. They are that good. They bring in guest Gronk was on last How night. How stupid is this though? If you're shooting down your own product, it's so good, Paulie. It really just is. just move them to Monday Night Football. They should. They should. I'm. I'm hooked. It's been two weeks. I'm hooked. I'm Peyton and Eli. Yeah. Here's Gronk last night on it. One quick uh, teaser. Well, first off. Uh, my teammate Cam uh, Bray uh, just asked me the other day. He goes, "Rob, I have a serious question." He goes, "Do you ever oh, watch wow. film?" And I said, "No, I don't. It's I just run by guys. If, I, if I'm feeling good, I'm feeling good." And then he goes on to say the same answer. He said, "Sometimes he goes, I know Tom Brady watches like 40 hours of film a week. So he goes, I'll just go to Tom like during the week. I'll be like, who's guarding me? What kind of coverage do they run?" He's like, "I'm good for the rest of the week." But see. It's kind of true at his position. He's so freakishly good at yeah. his position. He doesn't need to worry about, you know, even who's guarding him. Yeah. No, it was good stuff. And, and Peyton had some stuff about the Patriots. Eli brought up that uh, when they played in their second Super Bowl, they played uh, in in Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Stadium. And, the, uh, and Tom Brady and the Patriots were using that locker room. So Eli said, you know, were, were you worried at all that – um, you know, that they were like bugging your locker or whatever. And he goes, no joke, Eli, is like the next season. He's like, we used to, I used to tell the receivers, let's not talk about anything serious in front of my locker. He's like, I know they're listening to us. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was just stuff like that. It's, 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 I mean, they're, they're so good with each other, obviously. Uh, they had Pat McAfee on last night, Gronk. I mean, they, they get great guests. It's, it's a whole lot of fun. Pat, maybe, again, maybe we'll circle back to that later on. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. You, no, you want to play it here? I'm, yeah, I'm all for it. Pat I'm all McAfee for it. last night, uh, on whether Eli, who's the boss on the show? You know how he rolls. I mean, he he was like the head coach. He's, he he wants everything done exactly how he wants it done. And uh, growing up with him, 
I'm so used to it. You just got to keep him on his toes. You got to like sit every once in a while. Like I'll send them like the worst idea. Like this, like, <laughs> hey, hey, guys, how about like we don't wear shirts this Monday at the beginning of it just to like see how it goes. Just to like, he's like, what? That's a terrible idea. I'm like, I know. You just got to like calm down. Like settle down a little bit. Like we'll be fine. All right. Let's try to enjoy this just somewhat. They had Pat McAfee uh, do play-by-play of a punt. He was, you know, him being a former, yeah. he was so excited, and he's like, "Come on, Peyton, just say good punt, just once in your life, just say good punt." It was, it was amusing. Anyway, we, we had Pat McAfee in the booth with us one day at one of the he's crazy games. He's crazy. And, and Chris, the late Chris Kenny goes, "I'm gonna get you guys, McAfee. Just be ready that he he's he, a lot. Yeah, he could he could say anything at any time yeah. here. Yeah, just be ready." And, he was great, but he said he 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 talked for a good twenty minutes. Yeah. You couldn't shut him up. Yeah, he, he is uh, he is a lot, uh, and he was last night. But he was he was very entertaining. All right, we promised Hugh Freeze. Let's get to Hugh Freeze. You said that that SU has a better roster um, than Liberty from top to bottom, and you know this might be some coach speak, but uh, Hugh Freeze apparently agrees with that. He does, Steve. I don't know what cut that is. Uh, I think it might, it's the first one on my sheet. Defense is far. This is not a rivalry game. Their roster is probably better than ours. Uh, is that in your system? Uh, Just play something. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll comment on all it. All right, after. here we go. It's not labeled the same on mine as it is on your sheet. We work with geniuses. Every game to me is important. I don't consider this a, a huge rivalry game right now, but it is a great opportunity. And um, I'm sure they're not happy that we were able to beat them at their place last year. So I'm quite sure that uh, we'll get their 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 best attention. And um, they're a heck of a football team. And uh, their roster is probably better than ours. Um, but, um, you know, we're going to put a good plan together. And, um, and um, uh. And um, we're waiting <laughs> on other uh, comments from, from Hugh. Just out of curiosity, what was it labeled in your system? Not a rivalry. Okay. All right. I left out the beginning. Um, how about uh, the fact that Liberty is favored? Do you have a comment on that? Uh, they should be just by what's on paper, but we don't play. We, we had the Yankees guest on. You don't play games on paper, Steve. We, you yeah, play them on the true. field, and it's going to be a hurting uh, you for took, Liberty. You took it literally when I said, do, do you have a comment? I meant, do you have a comment in your system? Hugh Freeze talking about the fact that Liberty is favored. <laughs> this segment is going so well. Oh, no. there it is. There it is. There it is. Coach, you're heavily favored in this game for the first time over an ACC team. That's, um, that's, what's the mindset going into look, that? Look, that's rat poison. I mean, <laughs> I, that, that, that's, uh, that's, I don't know, man. I, I don't have a comment on us being favored. I don't feel like that. I, I am sorry, Steve. This segment's going great. It is rat poison for you because you're going to get crushed in the dome. I'm a homer today, Steve. Can you tell? I can tell. The, I can the, tell. The, the cuts are labeled like 20 words instead All right. of just how about, one, two, how three, about, four, five. How about you pick one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Hugh Freeze was asked, Steve, you know, SU has two quarterbacks. Which one would you like to face? It is two different type quarterbacks in our eyes Nailed it. um so it's, it is yeah it's a little different for us so you have to you may have to have a little different plan um i hope dino heard all the good things i said about him earlier by the way so 
Um, but yeah, it's two different quarterbacks for sure. All right, <laughs> insightful. <laughs> insightful. Yes, two different quarterbacks, and they are different. <laughs> let's take you a time. You want to try out. one more? Hold on. Let's, okay. This is this is fun. <laughs> this is fun. The more horrible the radio, the more fun it is for me. So let's just keep beating the listeners. Uh, how about? Playing in front of that huge crowd at the Dome, Hugh. We don't take anything for granted. We'll certainly uh, we'll prepare like we did for an away game at Troy with some crowd noise. and But really, that's all that should be different to us is it might be a little louder. You know, we, we don't expect to have people cheering for us. That's, we, we get that. So, um, But that has nothing to do with our execution of our game plan or our effort. And so that's... That, that's the only thing that uh, I, I, I'm concerned about is we'll prepare a little bit for some crowd noise, but it's more about the, the execution and and uh, the physical play. I'm going to get a liner for our show, Steve, from the big voice guy that says, Orange Nation, Steve Infante, Pauly Sebelia. They're two different guys. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to him. You'll tell. They're, they're different. They're, they're different. They're different. Two they're different, people. different people. Two different people. <laughs> um, so there you go. They're going to they're gonna prepare as though, as though they're traveling to Troy. Uh, 24,714 was the attendance for that game. You don't just roll into Troy, Steve. No. You don't. I mean, Troy put up a fight. You have to hide in a horse. Can this segment be over? Yes. It can. I hope Aaron Solomon's not listening. He's going to think less of us. I, I, Aaron is a very smart man. I hope he's not listening because I think we might have made him dumber uh, by listening I, to that. I last think this segment. show is legally dead. <laughs> we'll have to ask him. Aaron Solomon from Esquire joins us next on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. This is Orange Nation. You see what I deal with every day. I, I do. I do. I'm on your side on this one. If you're on QSportsTalk.com, you get to see the behind-the-scenes action of uh, ESPN Radio Syracuse, and the, the and today it's entertaining. The people I have to deal with every day. Today it's entertaining. Stephen Pauly back with you uh, again. We've got Mark Luino set to to talk some baseball with us at the top of the hour. We'll talk some some NFL in hour number two as well. Um, should we go back to Hugh Freeze and play oh, the dear one? God. Play the one soundbite that we didn't play. <laughs> Have we not learned our lesson? What one is it? He talks about the, the SU defense. Oh, yes. Hugh Freeze, best defensive they faced. And then, heck, you turn your attention to their defense. You know, they're ranked fourth in the nation right now in total defense, giving up 60 yards rushing and only about 160 in passing. So uh, D-line is a problem. You know, they're, they're really, really active, playing extremely hard, and uh, it's, it's by far the best unit we've faced uh, this year. Well, yes, that is definitely the case. Um, it, you know, in all honesty, and I, I know the, the Albany game skewed the numbers to some degree because they held Albany to, you know, whatever it was, 135 they held total Rutgers. yards. Right, that's what I was going to say. I was going to go there with Rutgers. So even though they've played Ohio, Rutgers, and Albany, and even though Albany skewed the numbers to some degree, I do legitimately think, Paulie, that this is a good defense. 
Like, I don't think it's a fluke. No, I they, agree with you. Yeah. I don't I, know that they're the fourth best. Right. Right. That's why they, they skewed the numbers. But I do think this is a, I think this is a good defense, um, which is saying a lot based on what we saw, you know, the, the last couple of years. Um, I, I think they've taken a big step forward and, uh, you know, Malik Willis is a whole nother challenge. I mean, he's going to be the best quarterback that they face all year. He very well may be the, the first quarterback taken next year in the NFL draft. Um, so he's going to be a challenge, but I, I I do think this is legitimately a good defense. Was it under Scott Schaefer where there was a year where the defense was just? I mean, on, Mar- on, Marone had a really good defensive year as well. But the defense well. was really good, and the offense was just yeah. terrible. Uh, yeah, we've seen that a few times in the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. That can't happen. Again. We're tired of it, Steve. Well, and now I am the voice of the Syracuse fan. And now, when you have an offensive coach, right? We're tired of it. We want to be entertained on the offensive side of the football. We're sick of what we're seeing. Okay. I'm I'm channeling my inner uh, fan base. I was going to say, you're rolling your eyes at me. Orange is the new snore. They have gotten away from being fast. But I think everybody can live with that. I think they've gotten away from scoring. Right. They can live with that if if they score. And and I do think the identity of this offense is changing. I think Sean Tucker is changing the identity of this offense should, almost single-handedly. Should I change my voice when I'm actually portraying a Syracuse fa- the fan base and not myself? Sure. Like me I I don't know what that would be yet, but maybe I'll practice. Get, get like an effect when I'm angry SU fan. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm all for that. Then it would be easy for me to know when you're yes. talking like the fan base and when you're talking, you know, Paulie Sibilia talking. Yeah, so the offense has to be better. I think Dino Babers knows that. Because we're sick and tired of it, yeah, Steve. Everybody knows it. That was the fan talking. Yeah. You could tell. He had a little edge to you. Um <laughs> all right, we successfully survived uh hour number one. We have Mark Luino set to join us at the top of hour number two. Also, stay tuned. We've got some Zach Brown band tickets to give away Woo! at some point in hour number two as well. Uh, so hour number one in the books. We'll kick off hour number two next. You're listening to Orange Nation on ESPN Radio.